0: This is a podcast from Minute Media. I'm a guy that never really bets against Tom Brady. I think he's done some some pretty, you know, remarkable things in this league in terms of winning championships. Uh so when you when you look at what he's done, you know, he still has, you know, Gronk out there, you know, O.J. Howard. If they get the running game back, I think they could they could put a run together and he's the one quarterback I think can go in the Lambo
1: and actually beat Aaron
0: Rodgers.
1: The final weekend of the call It 2021 regular season, week 18, welcome in big man bets with the seven time pro bowler, a man who's excited to see his jets play for the final time this season, Nick Mangold. And of course on the hall of fame belt, let's get him there. And Orlando hall of famer, greatest show on turf pace, who might be thinking his Rams are going to win the super bowl with all the craziness that's going on. I want to start with Antonio Brown and the Bucks, and uh, a very interesting NFL weekend. Let, let's just look at it from a uh, moving forward can, And Orlando. Maybe start here. Can the Bucks, and considering everything that's going on Green Bay being the one seed in home home field and all that. Can the Bucks still be in that conversation and ultimately make it to the Super Bowl and win it without a B. What do you think?
0: I think they can. I'm, I'm a guy that never really bets against Tom Brady. I think he's done some some pretty you know remarkable things in this league in terms of winning championships. Uh, so when you when you look at what he's done, you know he still has you know Gronk out there. You know OJ Howard. If they get the running game back, I think they could they could put a run together. And he's the one quarterback I think can go in the Lambeau and actually beat Aaron Rodgers uh, just from scheme and just from using his weapons. Uh, I think he's won Super Bowls with a lot less talent. On the outside, if they have a running game. So, but he is a little older, but uh, I will not bet against Tom Brady. He's, he's proven us all wrong so many times. So, I think they can still make a run and win a championship without AB. I,
2: I agree. Um, I do love that the AB extravaganza really came down against my Jets because we're getting some good, uh, you know, good exposure there in, in the end zone. Um, it, it just, it shocks me that you have this opportunity, you know, looking from A.B.'s perspective, you're playing with uh, Tom Brady, um, the greatest of all time quarterback. He had this opportunity and things go down. Now, I heard that there was also something about an injury um, and that, you know, he didn't want to go back in because of an ankle or something. So I, I feel like this story is not done. And that worries me like the fact that, that this story isn't done, it's not clear cut. You know, it, he is still technically, he's still on the roster. I saw that, um, you know, he did not hit the waiver wire. So the bucks still own his rights. Um, so this story with all the injury um, things that popped up and just the craziness that he had isn't done and that's going to continue over and there's going to be questions and there's going to be interviews there's going to be, you know, reporters saying, hey, you know, do you think AB still has a chance to help this team? And, you know, the, then it's going to seep in the locker room. So if there's anything I would never I'm never going to bet against Tom Brady. I, I'm going to say that. But if, if there's ever anything that was going to do it, a major distraction right before the playoffs could be the thing that derails what Tampa's trying to do.
0: And I think it's a little weird that they hadn't released him yet, right? So if there's something going on behind the scenes that makes you think, hold on, we may need this guy down the stretch. Hey, let Tom, you know, have time invite him over to the house. They reconcile their differences. Uh, he, he, you know, he'll come to Arians and say, I'll be 100%, you know, all in. And and because they need him. I mean, Chris Godwin's out. and so They need him. So I think Tom Brady may, you know, you never know, you know, hey, let, let's talk to ABC if we can we can rectify the situation because, uh, you know, obviously it, it was a lot of emotions after the game. And he said he's no longer a Buccaneer, but that, that could all be subject to change because he's still uh, technically on the roster.
1: Well, Nick, there. I mean, this is the Cardinal City football, right? You can do a lot of bad things off the field, but you quit on your team in the middle of the game. That, that in NFL world is, is the biggest no-no. Would you, if you're a Buck or even somewhere else around the NFL, would you want him on your team?
2: I, I think the biggest question, and I, I think around the NFL, they're going to say no. I think within the Buccaneers organization, it's going to depend on the situation. And none of us are ever going to know exactly what went down, how it went down, um, how the players feel about it. You know, it could be a situation where, you know, he was dealing with an ankle injury and said, hey, listen, I just I can't go in you know, it's the Jets, like, we're going to win anyways, we have Tom, it, it doesn't matter, um, I need to rest this so I can get ready for the playoffs, and coach coming down and saying, hey, listen, you need to go in, like, we got to show the young guys that we can play through different things, or, or whatever, I, no one knows, but that's the thing, like, no one's going to know what's going on inside that organization, inside that locker room, so if the locker room is still behind them, and I haven't heard either way, other than Tom Brady coming out and saying, hey, listen, you know, whatever you think about A.B., we need to support him and and try to get him the help that he needs. Um, It it could be a thing where, you know, in a week, the playoffs are here and like, oh, hey, yeah, he's starting again. Don't worry about it. Um, You know, we need to make a push. So the talent will always win in the NFL. um, And it, you know, it, it just depends. Like, I think outside of Tampa Bay, any team looking at it, like they're looking at another Odell Beckham Jr. where it's just kind of a, we don't need that hassle, leave it over there. We're good. But but the Buccaneers might be, Hey, listen, you know, it was, it was disagreement that got out of hand, you know, it happens, you know, things happen. And and that's one of the big things. I think that we, we look at it as observers and say, Hey, listen, you know, this interaction between these two people, this coach and the player or two players, like, I, I can't believe that happened. And in the end, it's like, you know, two brothers fighting, you know, they, they fight and then they sit down to dinner and, you know, they share their meals. So it, it, it I, I think we make too much of it, but at the same time, maybe did go over the top and, you know, was kind of outlandish in it. Um, and so it, it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out.
1: If this guy was on my recreational hoop team slash softball or whatever, I would be like, get his, I wouldn't care if he was the three hitter and hit four, but I would want nothing to do with him. So maybe that's just too utopian. This is professional sports Orlando, but like, I wouldn't want him around. I'd rather win and or lose without him. That's how I would look at it.
0: Yeah, but he still has talent. And you look at all the things that A.B.'s done off the field. Um, you know, everybody thought it was his last straw a few different times. And still people brought him back because he could run and catch, right? You know, so and, – and then, and then you got the GOAT. When you have the GOAT uh, vouching for you multiple times at your character, I think that keeps you in the league. So he owes Tom Brady probably his career at this point just for keeping him around uh, for another couple of years. And, you know, they had success last year, uh, a couple of years ago, winning the championship. So, you know, I think Tom Brady, you know, kind of controls that narrative a little bit in terms of if A.B. stays with the team or not.
1: He, he should definitely be sending Christmas cards and, or at least calling up the dude and saying uh, my, my apologies. For, <laughs> yeah.
2: Carm, I want to I hit with the idea of, so you go through all this and like, and Orlando, this is more towards you a little bit. You're on the sideline. You have this explosion. You, you're obviously not in the right frame of mind. And you know, you take your Jersey off, you storm off the field, but it's an away game. Like you need to get back to Tampa. Like, do you think that ever ran through his mind? It was like, hey, listen, I just stormed off. Like, he gets back to the locker room, doesn't have a shirt on. He's getting changed, going to hit the showers. He's like, oh, crap, are they going to let me on the plane? Like, do you think that ever rolled through his mind?
0: I don't think it hit his mind until he actually got to the locker room and called the Uber driver like, hold on. I can't even get an Uber out here at, at MetLife, man. But I don't think that crossed his mind. Initially, like, hey, I'm not in Tampa. I got to find a way back to Tampa. And then I don't know what I'm gonna do tonight. Trying to find a flight in today in today's you know the past few <laughs> weeks. Either you you fly you fly private, which is expensive. Know. So he I don't think he thought that one through uh, as much as as much as I think he you know people you know you're like dude you're gonna quit on a away game at half like that doesn't make any sense. So uh, yeah, it wasn't thought out well at all. Uh, I heard he had security trying to take him out to the street to to find an Uber and. Yeah, it, it was a complete mess not 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 well planned by ab uh,
1: along those lines the the most uh outlandish thing you've ever seen a teammate and or like anything around the game that you you've seen that would remotely rival what happened there has does anything jump to mind for either of you
0: i think that's it for me i've never seen a player take a shirt off in the middle of a game and just and go and 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 the thing I think about with AB, because I heard there was a, a couple of bonuses tied to his contract this year. I don't know any player that's thrown away more money than Antonio Brown, man, between the debacle with the Raiders and he had a couple of million dollar bonuses. Just stay in the game, man. Make your catches, get your bonuses and keep it moving, man. You know? So that's it.
2: Yeah. We, we talked last week about, you know, eking out that extra contract Here wow. he is just thrown away, you know, incentives left and right. Um, the one, it wasn't as public as, you know, AB taking his jersey off and running off the field in the middle of the game. But we had one, I think it was either my rookie year or second year. We traded for a running back um, from San Fran. And it was, this was in like the, the Eric Mangini. He's running the hardest training games of all time, um, you know, grinding everybody. It, it, no one really wanted to come to the Jets type thing. So we traded for this guy and he goes MIA and doesn't show up for like two days. And they, they had to, they had to coerce him to come back to come to the team. And the, like he's coming from a team. Like, it wasn't like a guy who was in the middle of it and like, oh, this is terrible. I don't, I don't like it. And goes, leaves for a day and then, you know, needs to come back. This is a guy that wasn't on the team, hears that it's so terrible that he doesn't even want to show up after getting traded for, like it was one of those. You, everyone knows, like, all right, we traded this guy, and then we're all just sitting there, we're like, so when's he showing up? Like, <laughs> is <laughs> is he gonna make it here anytime? Like, we know that these things happen very quickly. Um, I found that to be a very strange interaction. That you trade for a guy, and he's just like, no, 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 I'm I'm good, but then ends up showing up. Like it was it was just weird.
1: Nothing like in the locker room. Where, where guys are, I don't know, punching walls or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, I
2: I had the great one. Um, I wasn't in the locker room. I was in the training room when it happened. But, I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, got his start because uh, IK punched out Geno Smith over a $600 flight, I think, and, you know, broke his jaw. It was – That was, that was wildly crazy. I mean, we, it was, and I wish I, and one of those things that you go back, I wish I was still in the locker room when it happened just so I could say, Oh yeah, I was there and I saw it. Um, But it's one of those events that happens, you know, it's in New York jet lore, that the starting quarterback got his jaw broken by a a backup linebacker. um, And I happened to be in the training room and missed the whole thing.
1: That, that that right there feels like the intensity of the NFL behind the scenes. Uh, all right, let let's move on to uh, a, a different form of kind of scratch your headness. So we're, we're looking at Green Bay and and Aaron Rodgers. And first off, uh, news out yesterday: uh, one of the MVP voters uh, for the Associated Press award, which is the gold standard for the MVP, uh, Hub arc issues, a longtime, longtime NFL guy, said that he will not vote. For Aaron Rodgers, because of all the drama that he created around the teams, uh, specifically in the offseason last year, when he is he going to play? Is he not going to play? Is he going to stay uh, doing Instagram videos? And then, you know, added on to it with uh, everything that came out with, with Aaron in the vaccine. Uh, so, look, the Packers are the one seed, but he has been in the news a lot. I, so I don't you know, there's, there's a lot of ways to look at this. Nick, did, did you think that was crazy or, or what, what do you think of a guy not voting for Aaron because of the offfield stuff?
2: Yeah, I think it's crazy. I think when you talk about the MVP, it's the most valuable player. It's not um, the greatest guy. It's not the best teammate. It's not the best uh, businessman. You know, you go down that litany of, of, of items, it's the most valuable player. And who brings the most value to their team? And to me, <clears throat> as I look at it, I mean, how do you not vote for Aaron Rodgers? And I, it pains me that he said – that he would not vote for him or he was turned off before the start of the season so he didn't even see him play a down of football and says that he's not going to vote for him like when when you already put that stigma on him how do you still get a vote like why do you still get to have a decision in something that to some people is very important you know guys are striving for it um and to to count somebody out before the season even starts, I think should disqualify you immediately from being able to vote ever again.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he should be disqualified from from ever having an opportunity to vote for an dp Um, but believe it or not, this happens all the time. If you have personal reasons why you don't like a guy, uh voters choose not to vote for those guys, you know, anyway. But to come out publicly and say, you know, this is this is why I'm not voting for this guy. It's 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 really doing a disservice to the MVP race and, and everybody who's worked so hard. And you really got to give credit to Aaron Rodgers for what he's been able to accomplish this season, going through everything that he's gone through and still having his Packers number one in the NFC uh, and playing at a very high level, um, you know, at, at the quarterback position. And it's supposed to be all about on the field, but, uh, you know, voters tend to take things pretty personal at times you can look at every year you can look at the hall of fame voting you can see guys that they don't select simply because they don't like that person so it happens all the time you just never hear a reporter come out and say publicly hey this is why I'm not voting for this guy no matter what he does um so he should, his his voting rights should be revoked in terms of uh the MVP vote um i don't know who's in charge of it but somebody should really look into it
1: and Aaron, if we all had to wager a guess here, I think he's going to get the award. I'm sure Jonathan Taylor will get votes, and maybe Cooper Cup will, and Tom will too. But uh, it'll be interesting to see how many people are not voting for Rodgers when he's, I think, clearly the MVP. Does anybody disagree with that? Do you, are you guys uh, more on the Jonathan Taylor? I, Orlando, you've been talking about Jonathan a lot, but if you had to vote, who would you vote for?
0: You got to give it to Aaron just for what he's done, um, You know, obviously. And he doesn't have a, a ton of tools, but – just just playing at, at such a high level. I was I've been watching them the past three or four weeks, and man, the way he the way he controls that offense and, and throws the ball and makes his decisions, man, it's hard to it's hard to vote against him.
2: Yeah, I, it is. There are cases to be made for Tom. I think just numbers wise, um, but when you see what you know Aaron is doing in Green Bay and the way that he's handled himself and the, the way that he Uh, carries that that team like his swagger I think just goes throughout that team and um, it's impressive to watch the way that he is able to fling that ball like it is you watch it and you're just like you're in awe and it's something that is uh, fun to watch and exciting so he would get my vote but I can definitely see how you would have the case to give it to Tom to give a vote to uh, Jonathan I think you know he's done well um I have a hard time giving it to an MVP to a wide receiver um, without them doing something other than just catching the ball. Um, You know, I I think it it just, I mean, that's what, that's your job that you're supposed to do. Are you making your team better by being a wide receiver? And I just, I have a hard time believing any wide receiver is able to do that. So like that to me goes away. Um, so I, I understand the other votes, but mine
1: would be Aaron Rodgers. Well, There's a full me, shot at the wide receivers out there. Look at that!
0: Absolutely. Let me ask you guys a question because we—I was having this discussion the other day. Tom, let's say Aaron Rodgers wins the MVP but doesn't win the, the championship. Where does he? Where does he rank among you know the all-time greats? Because you know, obviously Tom won so many. Peyton won so. If he doesn't win, does that really affect his legacy a little bit?
2: Go yeah, ahead, Nick. I I'll take it. I we were I, it was funny. I I was talking to my wife about this the other day. Um, if if Tom or if Aaron doesn't win another Super Bowl, and it's kind of one of those things like, oh, if he doesn't win another Super Bowl, sitting as someone who never won one, um, is kind of like you know just a dagger in heart. Like I'd give anything to be able to win one. Um, and here we are talking about guys, you know, not winning multiple ones. Um, but if he, he doesn't, you sit there and you say, yes, he's a fantastic quarterback. He is unbelievable at the, the position. He, he can make the throws. He, he, he can do the reads and everything. But then at the same time, you have to look, and this is no shot at Eli. I love him. He's fantastic. He's a neighbor. <laughs> um, but Eli has two. So if Aaron <laughs> doesn't win another one, like now you have right. Eli sitting there who's like, listen, I'm a two-time Super Bowl champion. And you're just a one-time Super Bowl champion. Like he he has, he can show up into a room and hold that over Aaron Rodgers, which I think, to me, is crazy because Aaron, I believe, is so much better in the quarterback world. But for you know, for all the accolades and the rings and everything, that's where it is. Eli stands above Aaron in Super Bowls.
1: There's look, everyone's like. He should win it this year. They're the one seed. If he's not on that team, they're not even a 500 team in my mind. So it's like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you're they're there because of him. And no, very few people agree with me, but of the quarterbacks that I've seen in my lifetime, best QB, I'd say Dan Marino. Dude was unbelievable throwing the football. I've never seen anything like it. And he's not in the conversation because he never won one. So I, I think we overrate championships, but – I'm I'm on a I'm feel alone on that branch a lot of the time. So, uh, but here let's let's go back to Green Bay. You you've you've clinched on field. You're the one seed. You're you got to buy. Those guys want to play this week, uh, Aaron specifically. If if you're coaching the Packers, do you sit your players in Week 18, Orlando?
0: Uh, yeah, I would, especially Aaron Dillon with that toe, and he's so much of that offense as you mentioned. Uh, you don't want to risk him getting hurt. Uh, Detroit's a team that plays hard. Uh, so you don't want them to take any hit and any unnecessary hits. They're going to get that by uh, the, the week after. So, you know, rest them for two weeks, get them, get them playoffs. Yeah. I don't play Aaron Rodgers cause he's, he's, he's the entire offense. Uh, so, you know, if, you know, let, let that toe hill up and, and, you know, see what you got in Jordan love. You may have to roll with him next year.
2: I, I think you need to play him. Um, even if it's just for a quarter or two, um, you know, you you do have that buy going into the playoffs, and having two weeks off, I feel like there could be some rust coming into that playoff game, and it's not what you want. Um, I would definitely be run heavy. Um, you know, just have Aaron hand the ball off. We're not taking any deep passes. Uh, everything quick. You know, try to make it as as less dangerous as, as you can. Um, but I would still have him play. You know, just for just to get, you know, keep things moving. You know, you're on a roll, you have great momentum. Uh, I'd hate to see that loss because you're like, all right, we're going to rest guys. Um, I would love to see the stats and, you know, I, I'm not very good at looking up stats, but I'd love to see the stats of, of teams that rested players and, and see how far they got in the playoffs. Cause um, <clears throat> it, it would be, it'd be interesting to see just, you know, does it work or does it not work? You know, are, are teams riding that momentum? riding that wave into the playoffs and then roll through or teams that have clinched it rest guys, does it work out? Does it not? You know, that'd be very interesting to look
1: into. Well, and you know, Nick, just for that, we did look that up over here. 33% of the time, 33% of the time you rest starters, you lose. So one out of three, that's not nothing. Does that change your opinion Orlando or eh, I mean, that's one stat out there. Each circumstance, you have to take it on, you know, whatever is actually going on. And Aaron is dealing with a toe.
0: Yeah. And I think you look at every team differently, depending on if you got a veteran team, uh, where's your, you know, where's your team health wise. Can you get guys healthy if he has that additional week off? So I think every team is a little different. Your coaching staff, how you approach the game. If you want to go in and give Aaron a quarter or a couple of series and approach it almost like a, a preseason game, just to keep his, you know, the rhythm of the offense and, and the defense. But me, being alignment, hey, give me the week off, man. I you know, I can I can rest up and, and uh you know do my thing and, and get ready in a couple of weeks. So uh that's that's speaking from alignment with the plate and in those situations. Give me give me the two weeks off, man.
2: Hand up. I'm taking that. I want that week <laughs> off too. I'm just saying for the like no one cares if the center takes time off, but the quarterback, he might that's need a good. little bit of just keeping the rhythm. But um yeah, I'm I'm with you. Give me the week off.
1: Well, is it the organization's job to protect the player from its from himself? Like, I know at the end of your career, Nick, you're trying to rush yourself back from an ankle injury. Maybe, maybe the Jets should be like, dude, you ain't playing for however long. Let that thing heal up, and and, and it's better for you. It's better for the team. Like, do you, do you look at it like it's the or the organization's job?
2: Um, I don't know. It's interesting because they did fire me after uh, that season, so um, I, I don't know if they really cared either way, but. Um, it it would be, I think the organization should have a, a kind of a overall picture, but at the same time, you want to win games and, and you want to keep the fan base interested. Um, and players are gonna play. Like I feel like it it more comes down to coaches. I, I think less. Like if a GM came and said, "Hey, listen, don't we don't want you to play this week? Um, you know, we're we're worried about you and everything." You kind of you look a little side eyed But if a coach came. And said something like, Hey, listen, you know, I'm looking out for your best interest here. You know, you're you're kind of jaded by, you know, your own personal ego and everything. Why we need you later, you know, shut it down and hold on. I feel like that would have more weight than someone coming from the front office.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if teams are necessarily protecting um, at least the front office aren't necessarily protecting players that way. I think they if they if you could be on the field, they want you on the field, but uh, to your point, it depends on who's backing you up to and who, who you're playing, because uh, they tend to, if you're playing a stud on the other side, they kind of want you in there and trying to fight through it a little bit with your teammates. So, uh, But ultimately, I think it's up to the player uh, to decide if he can go or if he can't go, uh, and the importance of the game. Uh, if it's a big game, we need you in there uh, if you can go. So uh, I think the player, you know, based on his practice habits or, or who he is and, and can that coach trust that player to go out there and make smart decisions, if he's if he's hurt, then, then he's out the game. So I think a, a lot of factors play into uh, whether you go out and play, you know, injured or not.
1: Y'all think this is the Packers' year to win it all, Nick? Um,
2: it's set up for them, and for me as a Aaron Rodgers fan, I want it to be. Um, it, it, it just it seems too perfect. You know, getting that first seed, getting the, the home field advantage having that first round by like it just it seems too set up and i feel like the nfl um you know we always talk about it's the greatest soap opera of all time it is gonna throw a wrench in it and i i just i i have that feeling like i, I want aaron Rodgers to to be able to get another chip and and to say you know he's got multiple super bowls but i feel like i feel like the it's the nfl it's the greatest um, you know, as the NFL turns, greatest reality show of all time, I, I don't think it's, uh, I think it's going to happen, but I feel like other forces are going to stop it from happening.
0: Yeah, when you look at it, it's set up so perfectly, man. By week, you're cruising into this thing, and and teams don't really want to go to Lambo. I was watching that game the other night, and I was like, geez, I couldn't imagine playing in Lambo in, in, in late January, man. So. When you look at that, it's just like, man, something has to happen. Like Aaron's going to have a horrible game or something, you know, turnovers or whatever. But, uh, you know, I think he, I think he's primed to win. I like to see, I think they're the favorite going into it. Um, so, you know, it'll be, it'll be an interesting playoff, but it is set up perfectly for the Packers to win it. And then if you're Aaron, what do you do? Cause you've been talking about leaving uh, Green Bay forever. Do you stay or do you go uh, if they end up winning a
1: championship? So you want to answer that question?
2: uh, it's going to be the greatest story Uh, if he wins the super bowl in green bay from february what's the game the game's on the 13th i think from february 13th to march whatever the the league year starts that is going to be the story that dominates every day um from morning to night it's all we're going to hear about is Aaron Rodgers staying, is he going, like what's going to happen? It's going to be unbelievable.
0: Yeah. When you think about if he's staying or going, what other options does he have to have better talent uh, and then, then have a quarterback need? I think he's in the place where he needs to stay. I would stay there, especially if you win a championship. He'll go down as, as one of the best. He's already one of the best in the, in the Green Bay history, but, uh, you know, he'll add to that, that, that legacy. It'll be –
1: he says he's going to make quick decisions. So hopefully that'll be the case. But if he doesn't actually, it'll be, it'll be good for conversation. So Aaron from the media, go ahead, drag it out that. It'll, it'll be good for us. All right. uh, Let's move on here. Biggest disappointment. 2021, as we wrap it up here, a lot of candidates from, from Baker and the Browns, urban Trevor and the Jaguars, the the Seahawks, you know, had their massive struggles this year. You can go off the board I'm seeing people shaking their heads here. Who wants to go first? Nick, you got you got this one.
2: I I'll start off. Um, I I can't. The biggest disappointment, I I can't give it to Urban and the Jaguars. They, we all saw that coming. We knew it wasn't going to work. Um, so I I can't say that's the biggest disappointment. I think to me it's a tie between the Browns and the Seahawks. Um, the Seahawks, you have Russell Wilson. You have an amazing quarterback. Um, and the fact that you're not winning games, um, you're uninspired, you know, it's just, it, how, how do you go with, with a franchise quarterback and not do that? Well, is shocking. Um, and then the Browns who Baker, you know, we still don't know about them, but you know, we're, we're still trying to figure out, which is, I think is a red flag. If we're still trying to figure out this many years in, you know, maybe it, it, it's not meant to be figured out. Uh, but they had a run game, they had a defense, um, and so like, we we had uh, what we thought was was a, a competent Browns team. And to be out of the playoffs, like it just those two are the biggest disappointments. You know, we I don't know if we expected a lot of the Browns, but I know we expected a lot of the Seahawks because they have Russell Wilson. Like that's the big thing. If you say you have this franchise quarterback and he is um he, he's the one that's going to win you games and you have such a dismal season i feel like you know that has to be the biggest biggest disappointment
0: yeah i agree with you when you look at uh disappointments uh you know it's easy because i'm a de facto browns fan and, and you watched baker baker the other day the other night playing football man he looks like a shadow of what we thought he would be uh just because he he wasn't throwing the ball. He looks like a bottom five quarterback and everybody had playoff aspirations for the Browns, even Super Bowl aspirations. Uh, but since Nick picked up, I'll go with the Chicago Bears front office, their organization. A little disappointed <laughs> they, didn't a, they didn't make a move with Nagy, man. And what he's done for Justin Fields has been a disservice to that kid. And the organization probably should have moved on from him uh, earlier this year. Uh, you know, obviously, I'm not sure what they're waiting on. I think the press kind of forced them right after that Thanksgiving day game that when they, all, all the rumors were out about firing them, we got a guy in there that, that, that can't develop a kid and you draft a kid uh, that high in the draft, you want that coach. So I'm a little disappointed. They didn't make a move earlier. Um, you know, hopefully they, they, they do probably in the next couple weeks and then bring a coach in that can develop the kid.
1: Chicago is a fair underline. Let's, let's let's, uh... Hindsight's twenty twenty here, but, uh, if Baker could go back and do this again, doesn't he go about this differently? He, he bets on himself. Then he, because he did, he, he plays himself through an injury plays terrible lowers his market value. I mean, it, 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 the Browns missed the playoffs awful on on every level. Like none of that worked out well. Right. He, I, I, it seems like greed got in the way from Baker. Does that make sense?
0: It does. And I know we can say injury. Uh, obviously, he got hurt. But when you just watch him, I watched him play the other night. His, he just doesn't have pocket presence. Uh, he, he's not aware of what's going on in the pocket. He's taking unnecessary sacks. and He just uh, he's, he really looks like a shell of himself, man, to be honest. Maybe he's a little shell shocked. When you look at that organization, they built so much around him. They have a really good offensive line. They brought receivers in and he can't be productive with that team. I think it's time for the Browns to move on uh, without Baker.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think Baker is lucky in the fact that he does have the injury um, and can blame some of the, some of the struggles on that fact. Um, and he I think he mentioned after the recent game about a shoulder surgery that he wants to get done. Um, and so it, it's one of those things where, you know, I think it's he's done a disservice to himself, um, you know, is unfortunate. Um, by, you know, not taking what he could when a kid. Um, But at the same time, like, I feel like the Browns are are in a very good position now. They can say, hey, listen, we're not going to offer you Patrick Mahomes money because you're not Patrick Mahomes. Like you are, you are what you are. We're going to, you know, offer you this and let's see if we can do something. And they do have, they have a great foundation. Like Orlando was saying, they have a, a, a solid offensive line. They can run the ball. Um, You know, they had injuries at the running back position. And their defense is solid. Um, So they're set up very well. Um, And so I hope, uh, you know, Baker looks at that and says, hey, this is a great situation. This is where I need to be. You know, let's not chase this golden dragon that may or may not be there. Um, And and let's try to find some success here in Cleveland.
1: Before we get to our picks, uh, let's, uh, from big man bets, let's give a salute to a big man in big Ben who is in all likelihood playing his final game this week. Uh, amazing career going to end up in the hall of fame, all that. So his draft class, Roethlisberger, Eli Manning, Phillip rivers, best of the bunch. Who are you taking of those three? Orlando.
0: Oh, wow. That's a tough one. I may have to go with Big Ben. I think he, I think Big Ben won two championships, I think, two two Super Bowls, right? Uh, just just uh, you know, because Eli, he did it, but he had a, a pretty good defense. But Ben over the years, uh, you know, he's been a tough competitor, hard to take down in the pocket. Uh, Philip won- played a lot of games. He didn't win any championships. So I think out of those guys, I- I'm going to go with Big Ben, uh, just for what he's done with the Steelers over 16, 17 years of playing.
2: Yeah, I got to agree with you. You know, it was, it was kind of tough seeing the end of that game and, you know, seeing Ben's motion and everything and him not just saying straight out, like, listen, this is, this is definitely my last game. Like he, he danced around it and he said all the things that made it seem like it was his last game, but he never came out and straight said it. I I think that would have been great for Heinz field for Steelers and everything like, Hey, listen, I'm going out. Uh, You know, we, we got our win. I took the knee. It's greatest play in football. Um, you know, I'm, I'm done. Like, you know, this is my swan song. Um, I, I would have liked to have seen that. But when we, when we talk about those three quarterbacks, they are three fantastic quarterbacks. And I think any team right now would take any one of those quarterbacks in their prime uh, w- with ease. Um, but uh, Ben takes it. You know, it was always, you know, you, you can stack up yards and, and completions and, you know, the Super Bowl wins and everything. But when you think of a clutch player that you want to win the game in the fourth quarter um, and you need to drive down with a minute 30 left, uh, I'm taking big Ben. Like you know, it, it just seems that way. Like that's, that's the guy that I want. Um, so I think he comes out on top of that draft class.
1: We always do Belichick Brady, but the, the, every year this dude, uh, Ben Roethlisberger has been over 500, but Tomlin's been there since 07 between those two and the success of the Steelers. Like how do you, who who is more important to the run that they've had and this you know multiple Super Bowls and all that? It is, it is it the quarterback where I would tend to go, but maybe Tomlin doesn't get enough credit for what's going on over there.
0: Yeah, I Tom is my favorite coach, man. Just his pressers and what he says in the pressers. As matter of fact, as he is to go through the turmoil that he's going through, you know, with the Le'Veon Bell, the Antonio Browns, the big ben, you know all that turmoil, and still never have a losing season in the National Football League. It's sort of remarkable. I don't think we talk about it enough in terms of all the wins that he has. I know Belichick kind of overshadows him a little bit because of the championships, but you know, you don't have a. It's tough to be in one place as long as he's been in Pittsburgh, and to have that type of success, man, is is really is really is really awesome, man. And and we should talk about it more that uh, you know he has he hasn't had a losing season since he's been coaching.
2: I, I feel like we could do a whole episode on the comparison of Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and then Tomlin and Big Ben. You, you know, you, you never really think about it, um, but that is something that's special between those two guys. And is it Big Ben or is it Mike Tomlin? And, um, you know, we're watching it play out right now with Tom and Bill where they've gone. They're separated and they're seeing it. And we're never going to see that, I think, between Ben and, and, and Tomlin. Um, but it is, it's impressive to see what Tomlin's been able to do. You know, you talk about the different distractions and everything, but also, um, you know, his ability to keep that team together and to, to keep it going, to have the same identity that the Steelers have always had. You know, they play physical defense, they run the ball, and they have solid quarterback play. Um, you know, the quarterback has nothing to do with running the ball or the solid defense. And they've, they've kept that, you know, throughout his whole tenure. Um, and I think that's something special. So it, I, it would be an awesome discussion to really break down and look at it because it is, it, it's neat like to, to think about, you know, they had been together forever and you, you, you don't, in your mind, like it's always Tom and bill, but really, you know, Mike and Ben, it, it should be right there with them, even though they don't have the championships.
1: It's a, uh, hey. When you make it nearly a decade with Antonio Brown before there was a, a uh, an incident that's 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 some big time kudos to Mike Tomlin amongst everything else. All right, let's make some money here. Big man bets. look at the records. Orlando you you crept back in but it officially is over. Orlando is now 24 and 25 after a one and two week going to the final week here. so no miracle. Nick, you went two and one. you are 28 and 21. So, if you were following the Nick Mangle train here, you have an extra couple of dollars in the kitty. Uh, last week, uh, you got your pick of the week, Nick, and your upset with uh, the Packers is the pick of the week. and Baltimore was your upset, and you also uh, Orlando, you, you knocked down your uh, your your under on the Miami Tennessee in a thirty-four to three route. So that means Nick, you're back starting first this week after two uh, back-to-back losing head-to-head weeks. For the record, Orlando, there's a victory for you. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> Pick of the week, which way are you going, Nick Mangold? And I'm back on the
2: winner's circle, I love it, it's good to be here. Um, I'm glad that I can uh, confidently say that I will not have a losing season this year. Um, <laughs> so I'm pumped about that. Uh, so this week, with the AFC um, playoff picture, un, you know, it, it's up in the air, Like it, it's crazy. Um, I think there's still six teams that can get the number one seed at of all of this. So, to me, I think the Pats are going to come out strong. You know, they do have to go to Miami, which is going to be a little tricky here in January, but it's not going to be as hot as September. So, I don't think that weather is going to play a factor as much, taking the Pats minus six and a half, first the Dolphins.
0: Good deal. I, you know, uh, for me, it's uh, I'm going Ken, Kansas City over Denver, plus 10. I think Kansas City losing that game last week. Uh, and Cincinnati was a tough loss for them, but I think they bounced back. They want to hit their stride, uh, obviously, going into the playoffs. So I think they're going to they're gonna have all guns blazing, going out, trying to put some points up on Denver.
1: For all your gambling needs, go to winbet.com, W-Y-N-N-B-E-T.com. Let's go upset of the week, Orlando.
0: Yeah, for me, I'm going with uh, Detroit Lions, plus two and a half, the fighting Dan Campbells. Uh, over over uh, the, the Green Bay Packers I think they're they going to come out they're going to fight really hard you know Aaron Rodgers may or may not play uh, so it'll be a, it'll be an interesting game but I think the, the, the Lions will finish their their season off strong Dan, Dan Campbell end up you know crying in the presser at the end of the game about how his team fought hard so it should be, it should be a good game
2: I, I, I do like that bet I, I I'm a little worried that Aaron's going to make his push that he wants to play the whole time so but I like I might I might sprinkle that one in uh, just on my own. Uh, but for me, upset of the week, I think you know the Raiders still have a path to the playoffs. Um, they're at home. They're versus the Chargers. Heated rivalry. Uh, they're getting plus three. I I think I think they could do something. They got a little mojo coming off of last week. So I I'm excited for them. Um, we'll see what happens. And I fingers crossed. I'm going Raiders plus three.
1: That's a super interesting game for the implications on who the Chiefs are most likely going to end up playing in the first round here. All right, uh, over-unders, let, let, let's look at the points. Nick, you're up. Um, looking at the board, I didn't like any of these over-unders.
2: I thought they were all uh, tough to come up with, um, but I'm going with the Rams 49ers. Uh, I've never taken another under in my life, so it's over 44 and a half. Um, I, I think these teams can score points. And I, I, I'm hoping for a points fest. I don't know. We'll see. I I did not like the over/unders this week.
0: And yeah, me either. I, I'm going with Tennessee Titans versus the, the Texans over 43 points. Uh, I think they'll they'll be a little more scoring than they had last week. And and uh, so I'm going over. You know, 43. So
1: like it. Let's get some points on the board here in the final week of the season. I'm looking forward to some playoff time, big man, bets, baby. Let's, let's, let's go. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how this thing all shakes out. And as you put it, Nick, the, the NFL drama, the, the NFL soap opera, it's a phenomenal show. Yeah.
2: Just keep spinning. Little- and I love it.
1: Thanks for checking out big man Bets. Enjoy the final week of the regular season and we'll see you for the playoffs.